0: Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome back to Reality Water Cooler. I am Sarah in Texas, and this is our place to chat all things Jeff Lewis Live, reality TV. This is driving me nuts. One camera is straight. The other one is not. OMG. Just give me a little bit of grace today. It's a super rainy, icky, yucky day today. And I'll just say mom duties. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. I literally sat in my chair like 20 seconds ago. So anyways, Shout out. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Janelle. Yes, you can always go back if you missed today. The replays go up everywhere. Instagram, YouTube, Facebook group, Facebook page, Twitter. And of course, it's up as a podca- podcast everywhere under Jeff Lewis obsessed. Let's get started with shout out news. As always, if you're new, make sure you're following. Make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you comment. Get comfortable. We love chatting with everyone. So let's get started with shout out news. Today, we're going to talk a little bit again about Brandy Glanville, a little bit about Kyle and Mauricio, and a little bit about Rick and Kelly, and a little bit about Kim Zolciak. Okay, and then we'll get into Jeff Lewis Live and the after show, tears on today's after show. Oh my goodness. Okay, if you didn't watch. Stay tuned for sure. And as always, I try to leave uh, time for questions at the very end. Okay. So as we talked about yesterday, Brandy Glanville said over Instagram this weekend that she passed out or something and her son had to rush her to the hospital. I guess she's home because she is posting that um, she's promoting her website, Brandy Glanville official. Not sure exactly what it is, but there's definitely a section that's, um, subscription. So I guess it's her way obviously of making money since she does need to buy money. Oh my gosh. Thank y'all for buying a badge. Y'all are just the sweetest. I really, really appreciate it. Y'all are amazing. Um, but she is home. Okay. Kim and Croy. I just got a message. I haven't been able to look into it yet. Somebody said that TMZ put out a story that selling her house is fake. What in the actual is going on? I literally cannot keep up with Kim and Croy. First of all, they can't even agree if they're going to actually file for divorce or not take it back. Then, Kim, whenever Croy files for divorce a second time, she says, No, we are actually still sleeping together. We're still acting like a married couple. We are not divorcing. I don't think it's one person that can say, I've never been through divorce, but I'm pretty sure one person can choose to divorce you i don't think you both have to agree to divorce i do not know what's going on there but you know they did put up some people were sending me information on her house that was for sale the first one was like over three million the square footage was the same but the house the amount of bedrooms the amount of bathrooms was different than what was put up later publicly the price was a little bit lower. Now I think it's exactly three million or like two point nine nine nine, whatever. But then the bed the bedrooms and the bathrooms were more, like so bizarre. Like, did we add some bedrooms in the meantime? Did we add some bathrooms? I don't even understand how you do that. I can't get this to stop uh, asking to share. Anyways, um, so I do not know what's going on with that. When I get off, thank you for buying more badges. I will get on the TMZ story and look at it because I literally sat down in my chair like 20 seconds ago. Okay, so it was for sale by owner. So I did see that someone, shout out you, Jeff Lewis Loose, I love y'all so much. Somebody sent me some like, I think when you're a realtor or something, you get access to these certain pieces of information. So somebody did send me that. Thank you so much. And it was telling me what they owe. It was telling me what percentage their finance, uh, their interest rate is. So it was like 2.9, which is super low. So this Jeff Lewis sleuth was like, it doesn't even make sense in this day and age when the interest rates are clearly going up, why you would sell your home. Apparently they're trying to sell it for three, around three. The thing I read said it's worth like 700,000 less than that. So I don't really know what that means, but they also just owe a little over a million. So I don't know the reason for this. If they plan on buying another home, this is a situation I was just talking to a Jeff Lewis friend with over the weekend, where when you have a house already in a great interest rate, you've paid that down a lot. You can't even, it doesn't even make sense financially to sell that because you can't afford to buy the other home at the expensive rates that they are right now. So it's just crazy, right? Anyways, Everyday problems, right? Sort of, right? But of course, on Kim's Instagram, everything looks hunky-dory. She just posted a picture of her in some sexy hot pink outfit. Looked like she had gone somewhere with some friends because it said, take me back to this time or something. So who knows? You know, somehow she makes time to get her nails done, go to concerts, things like that. I'm just hoping she made a hunk of ton of money off of this surreal life that she just filmed and i I don't even know I, i don't know that i want her and croy back you know romantically i want them to get along for the sake of their four young kids and even their two older girls i'm assuming they live with them also like i don't think they're out living on their own does anyone know is the second one in college like i don't know anything so if you know tell me in comments i'm dying to know more information about kim and croy I'm obsessed. And clearly the pictures that came out yesterday, his hair looked like he had the worst hair dye treatment on it. It was just all one color, super dark. I don't know. At this point in the stress that he's under, tell me he's got some grays like we all do, right? Raising children is tough and I'm assuming, but no, it looked like his beard was all brown. It looked like his hair was dark brown, all the same color. So I don't even know. Wait, Shotsky says, Shotzi says, Ariana, the youngest, second oldest daughter, lives on her own. Wow. Okay, that's weird. Um, ooh, Arielle lives with her boyfriend in Atlanta. I don't think I knew. Ariana. Brielle, and you just mixed up the names, now I don't know what you mean. Do you mean Brielle? Brielle's the oldest, and then Ariana's the second one. Remember, Ariana was the one. I love this. Um, she got caught sneaking out of her house when she was a teenager. I sort of love that we have seen all of these reality house or reality kids grow up and now we see them as adults. It's just so fun. Um, Okay. More confusion. Kyle Richards. She is definitely being interviewed. And I say being interviewed because even though she's like caught out in the wild, she and Mar, uh, Mauricio always have the option just like everyone does to choose to say something or not. Like I said a while back when this all first happened and she got caught at the gas station with, whoever was in the front and she was pumping gas and you know this TMZ person caught her, she had the option, y'all, to not speak at all. If she would have not spoken to that guy, he would have had no video at all. Also, we now know there was a person in the front seat, passenger, so that person could have gotten out and pumped the gas. And then trust me, no T- uh, TMZ person would have come up and asked her questions of what was going on with her and Morgan Wade. Mauricio. So if y'all saw about Saturday, maybe Friday, Mauricio got caught by TMZ and talked a long time, went into all these details that I'm not even sure I wanted um, saying, basically I can confirm that my, you know, uh, Kyle and Morgan are not in a relationship. They're not having sex. I don't know. Is that what she's telling him? Um, It was super awkward, but we did see, that Kyle was surrounded by some friends. She was being hugged by them on Sunday. She did confirm that they are separated. We know that she was at his um, first night of Dancing with the Stars and being very supportive. Their whole family just went on this big with an Italian vacation. So on the front, everything is looking great. Whether they end up together or not, they're both agreeing that they've been married a long, long time, like 27, 28 years, 26 maybe. And they're having a very rough year right now. So I don't know. Maybe they'll get through it. Maybe they won't. But I just feel like maybe not talking to the press is probably what will help these things die down. I just feel like clearly Mauricio and Kyle want all the attention that's coming along with this because they're doing things. Kyle with Morgan. uh Mauricio with taking on this option to do dancing with the stars and, you know, talking the press whenever he comes out from the the parking lot of it. Okay. Rick and Kelly this morning, I didn't watch yesterday's, but she does admit apparently she was a little tipsy. So everyone was DMing about that. Did you see Kelly drunk when they did the, uh, the Rick and Kelly show, they were in the, I did watch part of it. Sorry. They were in the backyard in their hot tub and she was admitting to drinking these uh, old fashions or something with some friends um, She does talk, and I've seen it reported somewhere else, that the Trace Amigas is going to have a booth at BravoCon. So everyone seems surprised that Shannon Badur is going to be at BravoCon. I mean, I'm not surprised. I, for one thing, I wonder if she's required to do it, you know, by like her contract or something. It's a, you know, she's on a current Real Housewives of OC show right now. But I don't know. Tell me in comments. Do you feel like just because she got this DUI recently, do you feel like she should not be there? Do you feel like if she is at BravoCon, should she only be there for her OC panels? Sorry, all my comments are not coming up for Instagram. Do you feel like she should only be there for the OC panels and not be there representing with this whole Trace Amigas thing that she has going on these live shows that she and Tamara and Vicky are doing? I want to hear what you think because I'll tell you what I think. First of all, I'm not making excuses for her. I think she made a huge mistake. I'm 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 here for her owning her mistake. I would like to hear from her making a statement saying that she made a mistake and what she's going to do to go forward or even not even give us those details. I don't even know that we are deserve the right to those details, but I would like them, you know, just cuz I'm nosy like are you going to treatment? Um, is it going to be in person out, uh, outpatient, whatever it's going to be. Right. I don't know that she has to necessarily, uh, open herself up as Kelly Dodd said and Rick to these booths where anybody and everybody can come up to take a picture with you, say anything they want. But I do feel like what Kelly Dodd said, people will won't say anything rude to her in person those are just the keyboard warriors that will do it on the internet i don't feel like people would say things rude to her in front of everyone to her if anything i feel like someone would be walking by in a big crowd and kind of yell something out um, and and just not own up to it but i don't know i'm curious what you think um yeah kelly and rick drink all the time i mean And they both admitted right when this happened that when they were younger, I think Kelly said she got a DUI when she was like 19. Rick not only got a DUI, he also got into a car wreck getting onto a freeway as he was drunk. Their friend Asia, who's good friends with all of them has admitted to a DUI. Um, I mean, it's something that sadly has either happened to a lot of people or almost happened. I mean, I'm sure if we're all honest, a lot of people and you know what's worse, they say than drinking and driving or under the influence driving when you're tired. And I will admit to being very tired. One morning I was driving home from New Orleans filming this um, TV show. I forget what it was about now. It was about the astronauts and it was some TV show that was like from the 60s and they had done my hair all in the 60s and I was adamant to get home in time to get my kids off to school. My husband was calling me going, just stop, get a hotel, um, in Louisiana. I will get the kids off to school and I just wanted to see the kids and get them off. So I was like rolling down my window or, you know, pushing, rolling down my window and had the cold air in my face to keep me awake. So honestly, I remember that because I remember when I got home, I was so thankful that I got home safely. It was not my best decision. I will admit to it. I just, knew that I wanted to get home and see my kids and get them off to school and not stay in a hotel and get back home. But yeah, driving while you're tired is as dangerous or more dangerous as far as all the accidents they claim than even driving drunk or under the influence. So let me know if you've done that. I'm not saying I'm proud of it, but I have done it and I I, I do regret it for sure. Um, But I didn't like that if Shannon or if, big if Kelly is trying to become friendly again with Shannon I don't think her little jokes are going to go over well so they're in the pool and there's this floaty that's like a car I forget what it is um it's a I've seen her videos all the time and it's kind of messed up damaged a little bit and she's like oh that looks like Shannon Bedore's car it looks like it got into a wreck like Shannon Bedore did and then Rick is like wait a minute did you just say that you know and he starts laughing So, you know, things like that, I don't think are going to go over well. I don't think it's going to do well for, you know, like I said, they were supposed to have lunch together the week after Shannon got this DUI and got into the wreck. So them mentioning it is probably not going to do well for them being friends again um vena says i think she won't be driving so it will be up to her probation officer leaving the state now she'll need to get permission so i don't even know who knows all the legal parts like when will she go to court will it be a trial do you have to plead guilty or not guilty like i don't even know about any of this stuff is this a is this the thing you don't even have to get i mean just she will we ever learn what her breathalyzer thing was i don't know distracted driving is horrible too people facetiming while driving yes maria being on your cell phone i mean there's it boils down to its mistake nobody hopefully ever makes the logical sane decision to do something to put themselves or other people's at harm behind a vehicle right so again i am not making excuses for her i'm just saying that let's have a little bit of grace because i think a lot of us have been in a situation or worse have been affected by it, right? Known someone that was you know hurt by drunk driving, distracted driving, tired driving, all sorts of things, right? Um, yeah, whisper of blue says she looked bad when she was walk- walking Archie yesterday. I-, I can't even imagine what she's going through. I do feel terrible. I do have compassion for her as a human, but especially as a mom. And it I guess it just hit me. You know, last week when she was talking about, you know, preparing for being an empty nester and now what's going on right now, knowing that her three daughters are away at school and she went through this DUI by herself, by herself slash back with John, who knows, Um, you know, and she's got to be careful of all times right now of who her friends are, who is really trying to be there for her and who is just trying to get content for something maybe, right? Or the inside scoop on things, maybe. Um, okay, Bianca says Kelly is famous for kicking friends when they're down, all under the pretense that it's a joke or I, I'm just truthful. Um, yeah, she has gotten um, a lot of crap for that. She was definitely saying on the show today. She was talking about how hard it is to be to get all the crap that you get as a as a uh, housewife. But, of course, she was saying on our Patreon, we're going to talk more about this. And apparently she's got some scoop on Gina that she's going to talk more about on her Patreon. But she was saying that she's really glad she's not a housewife anymore, that she would do an ultimate girls trip. But she wouldn't want to do a housewife, be a housewife again, because she said it's stressful doing the hair and makeup, buying all the right clothes, filming all the critiques and compliments or comments that you get on social media are just crazy. this is driving me nuts having that so Whatever. sorry i'm just fixing shit as we go right okay uh michael riley says kelly and rick mentioned patreon seven times a day it's disgusting (laughs) kelly has no filter well that is definitely true robin that is definitely true okay let's get into today's jeff lewis live it was a throwback to flipping out Chaz dean and andrew coleman tell me in comments if you watched flipping out live when it was on bravo or if you binged it later like i did so i was very late to the um flipping out so i think when it was on live i was so busy i was a full-time mom wife with my five young kids Uh, i did watch oc housewives from the get-go i've always watched all the tl shows the wedding story a baby story um uh, all that, but I didn't watch Flipping Out. I don't think until season ten. Whenever I heard about Monroe and him having a baby, and I was like, Oh my God, I've got to watch this, and it was so good. But not this May, but May of 2022, I binged all the episodes of Flipping Out, and it was so good. Also watched Interior Therapy. There's only two seasons of it. It is so good. So go back and watch that for sure. A lot of you are um, we watching live. I love that so much. So that means y'all have been fans for a long time. Also tell me, because this is kind of throwback to yesterday. If you watch Flipping Out Live, did you then know when did you find out that Jeff Lewis has a radio show on Sirius XM? Because Pej was talking about he always listens to Sirius for Howard Sturm. And then he found out about Jeff Lewis's show. But he and Paige uh, Davis were OG Flipping Out watchers. So, um, oh, goodness, Lori says, Kelly is that friend that's fun and nice until she isn't. And then bam, she punches you in the face. Oh my God, not in theory, not in in reality. Um, Okay, Chaz Dean, as you know, has a very long friendship, very interesting friendship with Jeff Lewis. So earlier this year, Chaz Dean finally came back on. They reunited. He spent, I think it was Christmas Eve dinner. Chaz Dean was with Jeff Lewis. And then Todd and Jeff had the kind of joke that went too far where they were saying that somebody, is if they want to be a real chump and get into chump university, they need to go and deface one of his billboards in L.A. They even gave all the addresses. It was crazy. I mean, it wasn't me, y'all, but it just so happened that was the weekend that I flew to Irvine, stayed with three other Jeff Lewis friends. We rented a gorgeous condo in Newport went to the fortune fiendster concert had so much fun went to the uh the quiet woman and everything and someone actually did deface they did deface one of his uh billboards and chas dean was not happy about it at all clearly so then they were on the outs for a little bit now they've spoken he's been back on i think this is the second time he's been back on since that happened so he was on again today um he is monroe's godfather So I love that he that Jeff invited him to come see her next fencing lesson. And he said, I would love to go. So I do think they're back on track. I do think they have grown. I think Chaz understands at the core that Jeff is a good person, but he's like a 12-year-old boy at the very heart of things. And I think when he gets together with his brother, Todd, there is nothing that is going to change the fact that they're just 12-year-old little boys with that kind of mentality of like, F it up, you know, go take, go take down one of his billboards. A lot of y'all got reminiscent of the Brandy and Julie relationship when they played the promo today that Julie recorded. That's like basically kind of like a take on uh, raising money for how it for, you know, fixing his billboards. Um, I do think there's hope for Julie and Brandy and Jeff to reunite. I don't think there's ever a place where Jeff is going to say no to something happening in the future. So I think there is hope for that. And it did remind me when they played that promo that maybe Jeff, by playing that, maybe he thinks there is a chance with them, right? Yes, Jenny is her godmother. And crazy as it is, I really think that there's a chance for Jenny Poulos and Jeff to be friends again too one day because when I was at the watch, what happens live in December in the audience that was Bethany Frankel and Jeff Lewis, somebody or Andy Cohen or a call in somebody asked if they thought there was a chance and he said, yes, now that's December. Now it's October. Who knows? But I always think there's a chance. Oh, I love that, Robin. I'm a fan of Jeff Lewis since the beginning of time, flipping out when I found out he had a radio show. Wasn't until 2021, I saw a video on YouTube and now I have SiriusXM. So I think I've explained my thing. My husband had bought me um, XM in my car uh, for Howard Stern only. And I listened to that for years. I never realized there was an app. So when I finally figured out what Radio Andy meant, because when radio when Andy Cohen would talk about Radio Andy on Watch What Happens Live, I didn't even know what he was talking about. I'm like, "You're that's a radio show. I don't even know what you're talking about. I never figured it out. None of my friends said, are you listening to Radio Andy? None of them did. So when I finally found it, uh, I was a teacher, though. So his he's 11 a.m. my time live. So I clearly couldn't listen. His replays were at five o'clock my time in Texas. So if I happened to be in the car maybe i would catch 10 to 15 minutes of it but i didn't understand the app so when i finally made the decision to quit teaching and be a full-time mom again uh two years ago in august i could start listening i figured out the app then i could listen every single day and hence the obsession so then that was august the next i don't know June ish, I think I changed my Instagram and my YouTube, my TikTok, Facebook, everything to be Jeff Lewis obsessed. And then the rest is history, right? Now we're a podcast. Now we talk every day. It's amazing. We have our chump back community. It's amazing. Oh, whisper blue says what is Jenny doing now voiceovers? I don't know. I don't follow her on Instagram. But I see her every once in a while she kind of posts about being a mom her two girls. She's still married to that guy that she married. Um, Is he a plastic surgeon or a doctor? I can't even remember. Y'all tell me what he is. Um, Okay. They do get into kind of a serious kind of conversation. They talk about Chas Dean needing security. So I think the area of West Hollywood, LA, a lot of things have gone south and everyone has talked about crime being way more in people's front yards, their streets. It's not only in the more public areas like, you know the what do we call it we can't say the homeless population what do we say the unhoused population uh somebody was on his property he had cameras the police got them quickly but that really made him know that he needed security so i guess he's had security for about three or four years now he posts a lot about his dogs riley and uh, bella so as you know last january when we were there i dm'd him he had just been on the show and i said hey my Jeff Lewis friends and I, we want to come to your salon and just shop, just see the area. We want to see it from flipping out, but we don't have an appointment. Y'all, he was so nice. He was like, come by. I'll even be there. I would love to see you. When I tell you how welcoming Chaz Dean was to us, all of his co-workers, they were amazing. We got to meet his dogs, Bella and Riley. They were so sweet. The LA salon at Chasdean is beautiful. It is so serene, so peaceful. It looks exactly like what we saw towards the end of Flipping Out when Gage and Jeff were designing it. So as we know, parts of those bungalows caught on fire. They had to redo the whole thing. You can't even tell which one's caught on fire. They are so beautiful. They're so clean. They're so up to date. Everyone is so nice. Yes, somebody just mentioned spirit. So, spirit was the house, unhoused person, whatever all the modern technology, modern words we have to say, the homeless person that was living at his property and he was allowing it. And remember, they showed up one day and the person had passed away and it really affected. They did a funeral, they did a ceremony for her. It was really sweet. So, when you're there, You just get a sense that spirit was there. You get a sense of how peaceful, what a positive environment that Chaz Dean has for his coworkers and all of the salon people. It's really an amazing place. The person that runs the store, I'm sure she does more, but her name is Julie. She is so nice. Saw her again last weekend. She remembered me from January. She's like, I've met you before. She was so nice, but the store is so organized. So this is one of his candles, wisdom that he gave me. I don't have it burning today, but it smells so good. Um, and today through Sunday, he's got a code live thirty. Everything at ChazDean.com is thirty, an extra thirty percent off, unless it's something already on clearance. So um, yes, Sunny Meadow says I didn't know you were a teacher. What grades? So for so when my baby went to. First grade, I was bored. I'd been a stay-at-home mom for 14 years and I got my teaching certification and taught kindergarten. I love the babies for two years. Then I asked to switch to pre-K, did pre-K for a year, and then I asked to switch to PE. So then I did PE for two years from kindergartners up to fifth grade. And then I decided I just I was ready to stay home again. So I love being home again now. I can't imagine having of course I would never have the time for this if I worked. Like People that have fan accounts or podcasts and work full-time, I'm like in awe. I can't even believe how they are able to do that. Oh, I love that. Lady Grace says, I taught kindergarten. Love the littles. Me too. Love the little kids. Um, but he talks about this um, his dogs a lot. He walks his dogs a lot. He doesn't have children. He doesn't ever really talk about his personal life. Also, Andrew Coleman didn't really talk about his personal life today but he has talked about it the last couple of times that he's been on so we know he's in a really long-term relationship like 30 years they have a little girl they don't really talk about her much at all um he's talked about his uh struggle with cancer cancer and recently but he didn't give us an update on that today unless i missed it i don't think i did though um i also met him not this summer but last summer um the friday night before the amazon launch party Uh, He came out to dinner. We hung out. It was so nice. He's so friendly, so cute. And then we hung out and saw each other again at the Amazon launch party. So he is amazing also. Also, just a very, like he came across on Flipping Out. Remember, he was the one known for like saying that he had to work, but that he had this, uh, oh my God, what's the word? Uh, Money. What do you call it? Money from being rich. Like your a fund what is it called y'all my brain is going blank it is raining here all day and i just want to nap all freaking day i did already get dressed for the gym so i'm praying that my body pump class isn't canceled tonight because i hate when that a trust fund yes so he was the one on flipping out that had the trust fund storyline and then it came out that he didn't really have a trust fund that that was a lie so who knows if he made it up for the show i don't think he came from you know being poor. But he definitely didn't have to work for this trust fund. I think that was just a story. So, anyways, that was very interesting though. Um, what did y'all think of this cat thing? What in the actual hell? Oh, yes, we have to say unhoused now, not homeless. I know. I mean, I just don't want to say the wrong word. God knows I'll get ringed. Um, okay. I didn't understand. Did this person buy this? Persian cat from a uh, from somebody and then was planning to leave it with scary Sherry. Then I think when they find out it's Jeff freaking Lewis, you know, bags of money all all day long, they're trying to get a thousand dollars from him. But I think I agree with Jeff. I think he's definitely going to give up the thousand dollars. He doesn't want this cat just going to somebody. Um, clearly a thousand dollars is nothing to him. I think it's just the point, right? That's why I'm at it's the point that somebody was willing to go to Australia, abandon this cat named Charlie, and then claim they want money for it, and then trying to like get Scary Sherry in on it to earn some money, also, and then sell it at a profit to Jeff. Like, what in the actual hell? What are people doing with pets? Like, seriously. Um, Oh, Laura says, you don't think it's because it's Jeff. You just think the lady has problems. So it sounds like she maybe needs the money, but if that's the case, I mean, she wasn't going to get any money before. So now that she knows somebody's willing to take it, she, my problem is she never told scary Sherry, Hey, try to sell the pet for me. Also, it is not scary Sherry's job. It is not her freaking responsibility. She was doing a nice thing by taking care of Charlie while this lady had some issues. Then the lady contacted her and says, I don't think I'm coming back. There's some stuff going on. Uh, can you find the cat at home? Because Sherry doesn't want to or can't keep the cat. And now she wants to sell it and make money for it. Buffy says, Sherry should have said okay and sold it to Jeff for 600 not kept 400 Yeah, I, I think the lady wants a 1000 I don't know. It's crazy. People are a bunch of wackadoodles. Lady Grace says, I think the lady knew she wasn't coming back. I mean, I've never gone to another country without knowing if I'm coming back or not. So I don't know what situation she's in. Clearly, she's going through some stuff in her life. But I just don't think you need to ask for money whenever you left this cat with someone as a favor. And now you're asking for money once you find out she has actually rehomed the cat to a very very much of a cat lover very responsible person that's going to love on this little cat charlie um yeah i think he is going to keep the cat sunny um okay october 10th so this goes back because we know that the times that um Andrew Coleman has been on. He has definitely made it clear. Gage did not like him at all on flipping out. Okay, so they definitely have a history there. October 10th, coming up very soon. Jeff and Gage are going back to court. Now we know Gage wants more custody. He wants more time with Monroe and he wants more child support money for her. So a couple of, over the summer, all of this court stuff was totally different. To me, what I understood, what they wanted from the court is that Gage had his feelings about how to occupy his time when he has Monroe. Jeff has his ideas what to do with Monroe when they have each have her and they are not getting along. So they needed the court to get involved to say because both of them are being very strong headed and saying, no, when I have Monroe, I don't want to have to take her to summer camp if I don't want to. Jeff is saying, I'm paying for summer camp. I made the decision. I want you to take her to summer camp even on the days I don't have her. Now, I said it this summer. I don't agree with that. I don't think Jeff would have been happy, we know this, if Gage would have made some decisions for his time that he has Monroe if he didn't agree to it, right? And like I've said, if they're not getting along, they are both so pissed at each other, they are not gonna help each other out. When they are getting along, co-parenting with Monroe goes great. But Jeff tends to take it a little far, starts reminiscing, maybe it would may be really good if her daddy's got back together and he starts asking for favors right in the sack. So that is never a good thing because I don't think Gage and Jeff are ever going to work out. Right. And I wonder now if Scott and Gage are going to start living together, who knows? Who knows? Um, Only Monroe loses, Laura says. So that is so true. She was told about the summer camp. Jeff asked her the idea, you know, which things she wanted to do. So then she knew, but then he also knew, I can't blame Gage. I can't say, oh, daddy, Gage is the one that's not letting you go because that's never going to be good for Monroe. Such a mess. I know they were doing some other stuff, but I didn't realize he is now paying a private judge twelve thousand dollars to meet with them privately hopefully negotiate back and forth hopefully this will be done on october 10th and they can move forward do you think there's any world where gage is going to get more time with monroe and more money from jeff i don't even know do you think he needs it i feel like they're about 50-50 right now. I feel like it's like 55-45, maybe Jeff gets 55%. I don't really know. I do know they've got a lot of rules. I thought one of the big things was also for them to clear up the schedule that should have been done years ago, like um, certain holidays, like Easter and Halloween. Some of these, quote, smaller holidays that the the attorneys did never figure out, they need to get figured out, right? But how do you do it 50-50? Like what's the right way? Tell me she's almost seven years old. They've been split up since she was about a year and a half, two years. They've tried to get back together a couple of times. But going forward, Monroe is probably always going to have memories of her two dads apart, not together, right? I don't think she's going to remember when they were little, when when they lived together. Um, But what is the best thing? A week on, a week off? Thank goodness they both make the decision to stay living near each other. So transferring her back and forth is super easy. But one week off, one week on is so hard because then they're each going five or six, seven days without seeing her. That's so hard too. And if they were in a good position with each other, they could all three go to dinners every once in a while, like back to school dinner, Monroe's birthday dinner, things that they did just last year but now things are not in that good of a situation at all. Like they hate each other. So Andrew was always hated by Gage. Gage, whenever Jeff and Gage broke up, Gage was still working. He was still doing all these projects and he was the main person. So Gage stayed friendly. Like Jeff, I think lost in that friendship with Chaz engage kept that he's explained it now more so that he had this business relationship he was still uh, finishing all of his bungalows and remodeling at his salons but we know now um, they stayed friendly gauge would let sh- uh Chaz dean see monroe whenever he had him and now that uh i don't think they're friends again now though like i don't feel like Chaz has any ill will towards gauge But I don't feel like Gage is in touch with Chaz. Y'all let me know if I'm wrong there. But definitely Jeff and Chaz are on good terms now. And we know that um, he saw Monroe a couple of times over the holidays, the past few months. And hopefully he's going to go and see her at this fencing lesson. Right. Got to be so cute. Um, Okay. October 7th. It's coming up Saturday, y'all. If you can go to universal, it should not be hard to find the chumps. There's going to be 24 of them on this private VIP at universal Halloween horror nights. Oh my God. I don't even think he's given us the whole list. 24 is a lot of chumps. Like who is going to make the cut? Like a lot of people are out of town and can't even go. Somebody said, can we talk the after show? We're definitely about to check the after show for sure. Um, So he does mention Colette. Somebody sent me her Instagram profile the other day or yesterday. Somebody knows somebody that she's worked for before and she apparently needs uh, some more work. So if anyone wants her uh, Instagram information, maybe DM Shane, if you live in the L.A. area, clearly uh, her being a muralist or her being a clown sparkles to do some uh, to some work. Uh, I'm not going to give out that information, though. Okay after show today was jamie kennedy and amanda McCants. they had never met before um mr nerdy teacher shout out sal these lives have become the best part of my lunch break oh my god i love that (laughs) shout out chump i adore you so much you have no idea um yeah ashlyn i want your opinion on how you think it went okay So I was a little delayed. So as you know, I have five kids. So I do try to listen to the Jeff Lewis show live. I do try to listen to the after show live. Often life gets in the middle of things and I have to pause. So I was about 15 minutes delayed today, which was really good. Y'all had already started talking on the Jeff Lewis Obsessed Facebook group. Y'all were already DMing me saying this is painful. This is awful. This I feel so bad. This is awkward. Well, I thought the first 45 minutes of the show was awkward. I, I, I did feel like they didn't really know each other. If you follow Jamie, which I don't, but somebody sent me the information or put it in the Facebook group, I can't remember which but his girlfriend of like four and a half years, who he lives with, just recently announced they, they announced together that she is going through breast cancer treatments. Um, you know, Amanda knew nothing about that. She was asking him, Do you have a girlfriend, you know, like, I know she didn't know and I know she's just asking that, but I guess if we're gonna pair two people together on the after show, I either want them to meet up and have a coffee. I would like for them to be a little bit closer of friends though, right? I feel like I've said this before. I like people together that have a history, either somebody like family that knows Jeff really well so they can kind of give some insights some history or somebody that is a chump that listens to the show, hangs out with Jeff. But I think if you're paired up, I think those co-hosts need to be just, they need to get along better. They need to have more in common. I feel like Jamie is a 50 year old man, no kids, not married, has a girlfriend. And Amanda is a 26 year old single, I guess, comedian actor, you know, doesn't sound like she struggles with money because she's talking about all this stuff and I don't she never promotes anything except the YouTube show. I guess she does like a recap of some shows on Fox on YouTube. So I don't know how that pays her bills. Maybe she's got money from family. I don't really know. Um I just thought it was super awkward at the end she says, "Uh did you think I was mean to you because last week I got a lot of hate?" People have said I was mean to Zach Noe Towers, and I thought she was too. I just think she comes off as like, I don't know, snarky? Is that the word? And y'all, I'm not trying to be, I'm a girl's girl, but I'm just being honest with you. I thought her and Zach were super awkward. I didn't love how it went, and I didn't love how today went either. I thought it was super awkward to hear. It just didn't flow. They would get so excited when there was a caller because I think they just needed the interruption because their conversation wasn't going too well. So towards the end, she says, tell me honestly, did you think I was rude to you today? And he says, I don't know if you can take it. I don't think you really want the answer. And she's like, yes, I can. Tell me I can take it. And he tells her and says, well, I think when you say things about me, In my hygiene, maybe he was talking about, you know, using a flushable wipe for her face, for his face. He said, very honestly, I think you said that to make me look bad and to make yourself feel better. And she starts crying, y'all. I mean, not sobbing, but definitely for three to five minutes, she was definitely crying, like couldn't catch her breath type thing. Wasn't gonna, whatever. Whatever. So he's got, I think, four or five sisters, and I think he's very in tune with his emotions. He felt so bad. But she was saying, no, I'm happy you told me this. It was super awkward. He was saying, well, I think you're coming off as very real, very relatable. He basically said, I think you have a wall up and you don't let people through. And she was like, yes, I do have a wall up. I've never done radio. I'm still figuring out radio, and I'm still trying to figure out how to do radio. She was basically saying, look, you've been doing interviews all the time. You're an actor. You know how to do all this. And he's like, look, I'm just easy peasy being myself. And I think he thinks she is like a try hard, you know? And some people try to put other people down to make themselves feel better. And I just don't think it went over well, right? what did you think wait what about donna bowling is donna here um said she shouldn't have asked a question she didn't want the answer to that wasn't positive yeah live on the radio y'all you can't ask a question about does it feel like i was being rude to you and then he answers it right oh donna shout out donna daily dose of donna it was so awkward and i'm not sure Jamie says, oh, people are going to be so relatable to you. They're going to feel bad for you. This is great that you got upset about this. I don't know. It it didn't make me feel. It made me feel super awkward. It honestly, as a listener, it made me feel like I want a little more. I don't know if curate curating is the word. I want a little more time and energy put into who they put together. Maybe there was something where these are the only two that could be put together. I just don't think they were a good fit. I think there needs to be a requirement that there has to be some kind of a shared activity. They have to have something in common. They need to know about each other. I don't want an after show of Jeff Lewis where they're sitting there, and I've seen this before with other co-hosts. So do you have kids? Oh, so like somebody was asking Mercedes, are you married? And she's like, yes, I'm married to a guy named Tommy. We do a podcast. I mean, like I want them to know something about each other, right? It felt very forced and very awkward, very like there was no nothing smooth about it at all. It was super awkward. Um, Oh, I love that. Kaylin says we need Sarah from Texas to do the after shot after show. I decided from your text to Jeff Lewis's ears or Alyssa's ears, right? Um, I don't know. Super awkward. Oh, Lightwork says Jeff just needs to give Doug the after show. I do wonder, and I didn't ask Doug when I saw him Sunday, if he still has this full time job doing this marketing thing. Remember, he's like a marketing person for some, I don't know if it's all alcohol companies, but remember whenever he hired uh, Jameson to do the, uh, to help out at Disneyland a while back? That's his daytime job. So I do, as much as he does now with Jeff Lewis and the after show, I kind of wonder if he still has that job too, because that's a lot to keep up with, but I don't know. Anyways. Well, this was amazing. If you are new, welcome, welcome, welcome. We do this every weekday at 12 o'clock Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. We go live everywhere. The podcast goes up immediately. The replay goes up. The only place it doesn't is on TikTok. So shout out TikTok for joining live. I appreciate it. Thank you for liking, subscribing. Please hit the like. Please get the heart button. Please make a comment on my videos. It really helps with my engagement. I would really appreciate it. I will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow is Jackie Schimmel and Doug Buten. So we get Doug Buten back. Ooh, you mentioned on, oh gosh, you mentioned on Instagram stories that you hired Annie. I, I didn't announce that. I've had her, I think this is the third week that I've had her doing my videos. Uh, I, we didn't say anything publicly, but when I knew that I was going to meet her in person Saturday, uh, when we saw each other, people recognized her from, you know, being Heather McDonald's producer, Annie. And when we hugged and we took pictures, so, uh, you know, there really wasn't any hiding in anymore. So yes, she is helping me out with social media and uh, making my videos. So if you love my videos, it's all from Annie Sharp. So shout out Annie, I adore you. And she's amazing. I don't ask her any questions about Heather McDonald or her, you know, work environment there. I don't ask her any of those questions because honestly, I just hired her because of what she can do to help me. Uh, not anything about Heather McDonald. So there's that. Okay. Bye y'all. Oh, a lot of you love Annie. Bye chumpettes. Shout out.